Oh, bitch. Okay. Let's start this shit right here. There it is. It's the Fellas Point of View podcast, babies. We are here. We're live. Hi, host. Happy, what the what the hell day is it? Damn it, Thursday. We don't know. It's what one day of the week. It's no, Thursday. It's, and we it's here. June 3rd, bitch. It's June 3rd. Happy Pride Month. Woo! Hey, hoes, get your rainbows out. It's rainbows. Get okay. your rainbows out. Get your fleets out. God damn it. <laughs> Not the fleets. Get them well, out. I hope, I hope you, I hope y'all kind of advanced from fleets, baby, and got y'all an actual reusable portable bottle and got yourself and start being real professional bottoms. Teach them. Teach them for now. Teach though. them. Teach. Like, like, bitch, they got kids out here throwing wap, waps be, a, be, a better than some, some of the mamas they came from. Ooh. 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 There's some truth in that. It's true story. Like, have you seen these twenty year olds? They, they got their leg uh, like pressed around their fucking neck and take and take it twenty inches deep and acting and uh, with a bowl of popcorn and a, and a, a Salisbury steak. And like, what's for lunch? Like, wow. Ain't got not a, and, ain't got two and ain't got two ain't got fucking two pennies rubbed together to, to make sense in their head. But they add, but I guess that's what you, I guess you ain't gotta have no fucking brains uh, if, if you if you could just take that much dick I guess. Mm. Like what brains do you have? Like what is there room? Hello, friends. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Armand, what's going on with you in these small business? That, you know, I, actually, I'm I'm tired. I am over it with with. I'm I'm over it with you, little entrepreneurs. I'm over it with you, little business holders. Like. I mean, you know, great that you out here doing it, but hey, we live in a world of credit, baby. So if you can't fucking take a credit card, if that little 6% from Amex or that little 4% from Visa or MasterCard is just going to fuck up your whole thing, then let me know dead ass up front because I am sick of you talking about Zell me. No, bitch, I don't want you connected to me like that. Get out of here with that. Uh, I'm sick of you talking about Venmo me, bitch. We didn't split a piece of bitch. You did a service for me. Uh, I'm <laughs> sick of you talking about cash at me, bitch. I, you ain't did nothing for me that's worthy of a cash app. And I am not going to that fraudulent place. You can miss me, okay? I'm <laughs> sick of it. Get a fucking Square app or whatever that thing is, the little hey, swipe it thing. Get it. Get it. We, I'm, I'm, tired. I'm tired of you thinking that I'm going to zell you, Mr. Contractor. I'm not zailing you fifteen thousand dollars, you dummy. Are Did you fucking drunk? I don't. Oh yes. Man, when do. I was fucking trying, when I was fixing my house to sell it, all these motherfuckers won't won't like electricians talking about. Can you zail me? Can you Venmo me? No ho. Oh. Because if I, if the shit ain't done right, I need to be able to get that fucking money back. You fucking and idiot. I can't, and you can't do that with Zell because the no, you, none of them you can't get it back. You can't get it back with nothing. Cash out nothing. Venmo nothing. You screwed. It's, it's oh, is that really, really like, like that? Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, like that, that's why that's why they basic ass wants you to do it anyway. So you can't comfort them for their shitty ass low quality work. Exactly. Yep. Bitch, we not done. Uh, Basically, it's like I do PayPal. Y'all know the the Christopher Terrence Jones events is PayPal. You can get that money back. Well, you yeah, can. You can if 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 PayPal. they send you shit as a merchant. 
But if they right, do, that if you shit do a family and friends, family or whatever, uh-uh. yeah, you can't get that money back. PayPal will just laugh at your ass. They sure in, a, in a chat box because you can't yep. talk to them right now either. Yeah. Right, girl, get out of here. That is dead. That is dead true. Yeah, like if like if it's if you market as friends and family, that money is good. That's good as cash. Like you know, that money is gone. Really, there is no getting it back. No refunds. No nothing because they assume that you know and trust the uh, the recipient on the other end. So therefore, there are uh, there is no takebacks when it's classified as friends and family. And it's I am funny. I am tired. You hear me? I am tired. But it's you fuck around on me and I don't, and you don't do this shit right. You're talking about Cash App you, nope. Zelle you. Right. Nope. Do you know how unprofessional you seem talking about, oh, can you Zelle it? You, you, you like you do. Is this your hobby, ho? Like, no, nah, bro. Get the fuck out of here. And that, that is that's a, that's a hobby. But my my good Judy, she was just talking about that. She went to get the, um, uh, get her hair braided and the girl was talking about can you use Zelle? And she was like, I don't have Zelle. She's like, I want to use my credit card. Don't you have a thing that I can just punch my credit card? And she's like, no, I have Zelle and Cash App. And she was like, really? No, no. What so, kind of little business you doing? You over here in somebody's head for hours, hours at a time. And you and, and, and you think she's just going to throw you some. Like, if, if, they, if they don't come with fucking greenbacks, like, what the fuck? If they don't give you greenbacks, then you need to be able to take that goddamn you need to be able to take that 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 debit card or that visa. You need first of all, we need to be protected from your shitty ass goddamn business practices. Period. But see, I'm t- so now what I'm thinking is they're really just trying to get around not paying taxes because if they if, if you know what that's look that's a cute read too, bitch. I pay them a lot of them. You pay them <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, $800 just uh, that's the starting taxes for this damn business. I got that's the starting. Well, you pay, I don't give a shit. I gotta pay them, you pay them too. But I'm thinking that that's what they're doing that because then that's not showing up and then they don't have to pay taxes based on mm. uh, okay. Is that what it is? Uh, okay, that's, so, so, hi, what you gonna so you roll, you roll around here in, in, in Las Vegas, you know, turning it up off of your PPP loan. How you get that then? How what lie you told if all your fucking shit is cash transactions under the table? What lie you told to get that fucking PPP loan? They coming to get your ass, goddamn it! Well, see, this they coming. How many lies did you tell? So right, this is, this is where this part comes in. When you say you want, like, if you're a contractor, anyone like that, you asking for uh, for a certain amount of money through cash up and sale. Okay, cool. Sign this. Go ahead and sign this W nine right here. Mm. 99 your ass for this cash and that way when i take your ass to court i'm gonna show that your black ass was paid with this uh uh, paid because you signed this damn 1099 form so so running my money back and then i want i want interest so wait let's let's back up so you, you selling the house in atlanta mr man armand Crickets. Crickets, baby. Crickets. Crickets? Love these bangs. Armand? Maybe he maybe maybe we missed him. I think we lost him, y'all. Did we lose him? That's a shame. Did we lose him? We lost Armand. We're so sorry. Well, while we while we get um, Am I back? Oh, there, there you are. are. 
Am I back? Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Let me disconnect this thing from my work computer because she likes to take over my conversations and my life. And I'm also tired of her. Okay. <laughs> tired of a lot of people today. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm over it today. with people. Like, first of all, you don't want to pay these taxes, bitch. I don't want to pay them either. You okay? know what? I need we me and you need to sit with a glass of wine or something because I, I just forgot to contact you. Because I've been having a real tough time this uh, like for the past couple of weeks, and I've just been sitting up here in my own little hailstorm about every fucking thing that's been happening. Like, include I think a lot of this has been in the news. So, like, you know, for ladies and gentlemen, I'm not gonna just go on a rant here. This is all all related to the show because we are the show. goddammit. it! <laughs> uh, so, get into it. Uh, you, you know, it's just been that that tough ass kind of, you know kind of week where it's like I'm so overworked but not getting anything done because I'm sitting up against people who can't get their own shit right and they spend most of their time and career passing on their bullshittery for you to pick up the damn slack. Like, look, do I look like Jasmine? What the fuck do I look like? Do I look like I'm gonna pick up your feelings for you? Mm. Who the fuck do you think I think I am? Do you does it does this look like hotels? Yeah, <laughs> I think they shooting outside, y'all. I think they shooting. Sing it, Jasmine. Like it's but it's been like that lately. Like you know, with with the between the you know with businesses and landlords and just not being able to get your shit together. Like you know, a lot of my friends are like, we're not like you know, we're not staying in San Francisco. I was like, I I'm not either because they're all. I was like, this feels like that I'm in the hood back in Louisiana. Like back in the back fucking woods where where there's a pop off, someone is shooting every other day. No, I, I feel it. So y'all, I, I think, I, so you saying they're shooting? I'm thinking they're shooting right where I'm at right now. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, stay near. Stay, stay, don't don't go any near anywhere. Oh, who, who is who is, that, who is that? Who is that? Who is that chocolate dad that you had walking the background back there? Oh. Oh, Tom, he's just a friend. <laughs> Wait, you, try, you got disconnected when I asked that question. Are you selling your house in Atlanta? Are you? Oh, that be so, goddamn. It's so. But it's you're fine. permanently uprooting from Atlanta. You're no longer going back. Um, I mean, a visit. Uh, yeah, I mean, who knows, honey? Uh, I mean, I was in New York for a few days. She was cute. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, who knows? Just wherever she can, uh, wherever no, she can no. get some deeded land and a mortgage, a that's where she will go. <clears throat> okay. mm -hmm. That's cute. Okay. Mm -hmm. So y'all, um, I'm on location. I'm hanging out. So that's why y'all, if you hear somebody in the background that I'm mm -hmm. not alone like I normally am, I'm hanging out with my coworkers, um, but oh, okay. are there any honorable mentions? Because I didn't, I didn't see anything. Um, did we mention um, in regards to the passing of Paul Mooney? We did. We did talk about that last week. Did you have any any thoughts that you wanted to bring on it? No, I mean, other than a legend. I mean, I mean, for real, a legend, legend, uh, one of the greatest, and wrote for so many different iconic shows and other comedians and everything like that. So no, just just definitely he's one of the legends and we're still praying for his uh, his twin sons, Daryl and Dwayne and his daughter and the whole family. You know, um, it's kind of weird when, when people of that stature passes away, 
And one thing about him, he had his business in order. So there's not going to be really a fight as far as likeliness. And yeah, because he was that making that white man. And that white man made sure he got his mess together. Ooh. Well, wh who's, who's, whosoever he was with. Whosoever. We can say he's one of the ones who have died here lately that had a business in order. Yeah. <laughs> I just come watched forward, a documentary over the weekend um, about Aretha Franklin, and they, <laughs> they still battling about that. Because they don't found another will. No, no, they haven't found another will. They're they're trying to to contest the first one, which is the one that they need to go by. And then, as you know, the niece dropped out as far as handling being the executive of the state. So now they got some new guy who's doing it or whatever, and he's all about you know the eyes eyes are are dotted and t's across. And so you know they're 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 actually in limbo um, with some more of her projects and things they were supposed to be releasing right after the movie in August, but uh, foolishness. Yeah. Foolishness yeah. to attempt power. Oh, I but mean, I at, at least they paid off her debt <laughs> from the IRS. So you don't have to worry about that. Thanks to Amazing Grace, they paid that off. Right. Oh, they saw that? No, well, Amazing Grace made like $10 million and she only owed like- Oh, 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 that, uh, that documentary, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, yeah, the, that shit was good. That I love. Yeah, the film. So, and you know, she. The funny thing is, a lot of this shit that you're gonna see here lately, uh, she didn't want any of it released. Mm. The the clothing line, because her 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 sons wanted her to do a fur line, because you know, Rita loved wearing fur. She didn't care oh, how much. Yeah, she loved fur. Like a big ass bear, but she didn't care. <laughs> how did you call her a big ass bear? So they're actually coming out with her fur line, uh, and. And they're coming out with some other some other stuff. She she's got her own particular color of a Cadillac that's pink. That they supposed to be doing that for you know they got a whole bunch of stuff that that they gave her ideas to do, but she never wanted to do because she never really wanted to be in the limelight like that. But now it's like, okay, your family got to eat. Hello, somebody. Everyone's gone, so let's let's go ahead and move this along, or whatever. So, well, they uh, could get out and they could do their own shit. Right, they feed they them down. They own. I mean, they 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 are doing some stuff. I mean, one son is attorney, the other one, you know, he he's got mental disabilities or whatever. The oldest son does, so you know, he he's all about himself. And and then the other two, I don't know what the other two do, but uh, yeah. So I mean, they ha they have their own life, but it, it's also a thing where they were constantly on their mother, especially the the youngest son, uh, Khalif. He was always on his mother about you need to franchise, you need to branch out, and do this. And she did some stuff. She did commercials and everything like that or whatever. And of course, they're still getting residuals and royalties and everything in from that. But, um, you know, there, there's still some money to be made. There's another movie that's gonna be in the works. It's not it's not based on her life. It's based on uh, more like the father's life. Mm. And the, the father's? Mother, no, the father. Oh, C.L. Franklin. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it's ba it's based on, and I mean, as you can see a little bit from the the Cynthia Revo documentary, you know, CL was a piece of work. <laughs> oh yeah, he was a piece of work. So, so, so that that's gonna be kind of good. Um, that's a Mark, hot dead mess right there by itself. Yeah, yeah. So uh, hot that, that, mess. But I think it's gonna be like more so. I think they're gonna try to spin it like a spinoff or something like that, as far as from the Respect movie or something like that. I don't. But yeah. But yeah, Paul Mooney, one of, one of the great legends we've lost. And then, um, um, oh, what's the guy from um, 
The Love Boat, Gavin McLeod. Oh, I did see that. Gavin McLeod from The Love Boat. Some of yeah. you folks may not know what that is. He passed away. Yeah, he just so. passed last week with him. Yes. And he loved Black people. That's all I'm going to say. Did we give an honorable mention to um, to uh, Lil, Lil Nas X for his uh, Saturday Night Live uh, performances? Oh yeah, <clears throat> I I didn't see them. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to Google. Mm. I didn't know he was on Saturday Night Live. Sorry, I yes he that. was. They said they said the girl almost showed us that black snake oh, moan. Goddamn it! Is that what he, he was Yeah. Oh, I did. So I didn't see the actual video, but I saw the uh he put a like a TikTok on that show where he split his pants. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, that black that snake thing? moan. Goddamn it! What kind of cheap pants you got on that split like that when you trying to do a little pump? Mm. She was trying to do a little yeah, pump. Right. It was like, did you have on paper? Uh, but, you know, they have on them costume clothes, goddamn. Right. So, you know, he was ready for any action. <laughs> he was ready for any action. I don't see the problem in that. But I we would, can I, give a we can give an honorable mention to the summer because that bitch here um, Memorial Day just came on through. Um, <laughs> she was cute. America is here. Um, Baby, listen, that traffic was no joke over the mm, weekend. I, I'm like, okay, somebody got vaccinated, right? <laughs> or, or either somebody <laughs> just don't give a damn and they in the middle of the street. Uh, right? They just out here in these street playing with Miss Rona, goddamn it! Because yeah. I'm telling you, if you're not vaccinated. Miss Rona is just for you. Oh, she's waiting. She's in the bay. So yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'd like I'd like to give myself an honorable mention because I'm finally moved. Yeah. Hey. I was gonna bring that up because you got moved. I saw hey. so tell us about the moving experience. Oh bless it, bless it be the house. That's exactly what it was, a fucking experience. Okay, so everything was as moving slowly or whatever, and then um saturday we were we i started moving my own personal stuff my 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 collectibles and my artwork and shit that i didn't want the movers to move so it wouldn't get broken and it made it here safely and then saturday they were supposed to move the furniture and um we were supposed to be moving at 9 a.m saturday morning at 8 a.m the movers called me and uh, the owner of the moving company called me and said that one of his uh workers tested positive for covid and they had to cancel Oh, child. <clears throat> so five minutes before they supposed to be there. Listen, an hour, like forty-five minutes, and so I started scrambling trying to find a replacement, which I did, which cost me two hundred dollars more. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 Sunday before the holiday weekend, we we actually moved into our brand new duplex. Praise the Lord. Yes. <laughs> Quiet neighborhood, cool neighbors. Gated, gated, uh, fenced in driveway. I love it. Oh, nice. Yes, washer and dryer. I'm in love. I'm happy. Wonderful kitchen. I'll show y'all more, uh, eventually when I, when I, when you don't see any boxes. <laughs> I, I'm yet unpacking and, and putting things away and putting things away. Look, lift up your dress so we can see everything. <laughs> Wait. Just a nipple. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
but yeah, but uh, you know, moving is a whole nother experience. I I mean, it was shit that I packed up that I thought I threw out. And then once we got here and started unpacking, I was like, I don't need this shit. So I started throwing that out. <laughs> and so that's where I'm at now. I'm still like, don't need this. They ain't got no room for that. That ain't gonna look good here. It look good fair in the apartment, but not here. No. So yeah, doing all that and buying stuff, which is always fun that I think would look better. So yes, happy in mind. Well, we all, we, look, we all in that, except for Mr. Armand, everybody else is in that moving stage of life. Oh, bitch, it'll be here. It'll be here in September. I was just about to say, Armand is almost, almost at that point. The, the summer, who knew that we were all going to be moving around during the summertime? Isn't this funny? <clears throat> hot mess. It's a hot mess. But I want to, um, I want to throw an honorable mention if you guys have not watched the Upshaws with Kim Fields, Mike uh, and Wanda Sykes, the show is freaking amazing. Uh, is it? I, tr- I tried an episode. I mean, do we get better after the first one? It's I was hilarious. Like, no. It does. It, does. it no is definitely reminds you of an old school Norman Lear. It right. took you all the way back to a Norman Lear project. And Wanda Sykes is the executive producer along with Regina. Ooh, I forgot her name. It's not Regina King. It's somebody, somebody else. I can't. Hall, isn't it? Is it Hall? I want to say Hall. I think it's Hall. It, but, but it's not the Regina Hall that we all know. No. So this is a new person on the scene. Oh, new Hall. It's a new Hall. I want to say that's her name. And then uh, Mike Epps. Yeah. Oh yeah. I oh it's with um oh my god with uh Kim Fields. Yes, with Kim Fields. And it is freaking hilarious. And Kim Fields and Wanda was on the view this week. And so when they asked her um how it was when she went out for the audition, and Kim said, I didn't go out for an audition, I went out for a creative session. I didn't go in for an audition. I'm being- my name I is was, she checked it real quick baby i didn't go for an audition i went in for a creative oh. session right that part <laughs> let me tell you who i am please now kenya moore bitch she just showed you once again why you're irrelevant and she's not irrelevant because <laughs> she got I worked at this craft and they're number one on netflix right now it's uh, number one the upshaws is number one yep so I'm telling y'all. Like, and another thing to watch while you're on Netflix, while you're catching up the uh, Upshaws, if you haven't uh, if you haven't binge watched a, a series high on the hog, please do. Okay, so tell us what that's about because I heard people talking about that and so, I so high on the hog is uh is um as, as a set as a, as a short um a docu-series about the origination of of uh of American food from uh from African slavery. So it so it uh, so every so it go, it goes and highlights some of the main uh, main uh, dishes that we know in America, um, to, uh, to uh, dial it all the way back to where it came from in slavery. A lot of the ingredients that we eat, a lot of where our crops came from, a lot of things that the slaves took with them on their journey. And they actually showed you the entire journey of the, the walking paths of uh, when the slaves were taken off, the, uh, the whole entire full story of like the converse, uh, like uh, what was going transpire between, you know, the, uh, the, the, the black, uh, the, the African 
uh, politician in in the British ones that sold the slaves to sold the uh, sold the sold people to the uh, the, uh, the the English for for America. So it wasn't just the oh they, they dragged us here and they you know this wasn't like this was not what white you know what they did to Indians. This is they went had a conversation and they sold and black people sold black people uh, you know to, to white people to build America. And with that was the story of of our food. So it's it's really a really good telling story because it shows in great detail about like you know even the places the areas like the docking ports of where the boats went off they show you all that stuff they show you the monuments of of where the slaves were auctioned uh, as well um, and how to, and how it was organized and everything so it, it like the first episode is definitely you know it, it's it's definitely an emotional one because it is a very uh, you know honest story about where we come from. And, it's and a, a, lot, a lot of our food comes from today. Is it a series or a documentary? It's a, it's a limited docu-series. Oh, how many episodes? Six. Oh, okay. So it's small. It's like 45 minutes long per episode, but it's really good. It actually talks about like uh, the food that, that, uh, that we ate before slavery. What was the menu like before uh, before before there was actual uh, you know actual slavery? You know what's where soul food came from? Why soul food was here? Why the parts of the, uh, the food that we eat now uh, you know, came about? You know how food got rearranged? Like where mac and cheese came from? They came from an actual black slave in, in the president's uh, president's house during the uh, during the, uh, the, uh, the right the, during the, uh, the the, uh, the drafting of the Constitution. Macaroni and cheese by a slave. Yes. A, a very famous slave at that. He was one of the fir- one, one, one of the first uh, celebrity chefs, you know, in uh, American history. Because, but he was never recognized because he was a slave. But his food was so popular. A lot of politicians actually wrote a, 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 a wrote a, wrote fond memories about his food in their in their literature. A lot of a lot of politicians that came to the White House actually enjoyed his food so much they wrote about it. And um, and uh, uh, he he actually sold used to sell his leftovers to actually uh, to buy his own wardrobe. And uh, so it's a it, so they tell you all about the story and how and the ugly the, the, the ugliness of how how things were arranged with, uh, you know uh, with slavery even even some uh, some recorded uh, some recorded uh, conversations from actual slaves. Wow. Yeah, so it's really good to to to, uh, to to watch. You know, they talk about like where Oprah came from and how, why. Uh, you know why. You know how how America how American or white people actually switched. You know, switched the uh, the name of yams uh, and uh, and it was actually sweet potatoes. Yams is not like yams don't grow here. Yeah, yams only grow in one pl- one or two places in America because yams originally uh, was an African thing, just like okra. And um, so like and before we had regular cornbread. Our African original um, uh, cornbread was actually beet cornbread, and then it got Americanized by white people because they didn't like beets too much, and uh, and the slaves made cornbread cornbread, so it was without the beets. But we actually ate our uh, originally uh, us uh, us ancestors ate beet cornbread. So um, I actually ended up making some over the weekend after watching it because I was I was very interested in what it, it tasted. Cornbread, beet cornbread, meat cornbread, oh. beet beet. B-E-E-T. Ooh, them nasty little purple looking things. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, you know, you, you know, you know what's you know what's funny? It actually is extremely vital to your uh, to, uh, to, uh, to they to have play. a lot of vitamins in them. Yeah, especially for Yuck. people of color. Like which is why you seen Eartha Kitt look the way she looked, because she was very, very kind. Because mama drunk beet juice. 
She loved her beet juice. Ah, yes. Yeah, my skin is flawless. Oh, well, also you had like Cicely Tyson was also one of those like beet juice down and you seen that black never crack, baby. Do you hear and, me? So, but they talk about like the, the story is so enriched about, about, about our food culture and how we like our, like and they even talk about it's like, like this, no matter how much was taken away from us, our our ancestors taught us things that we would never forget. Like the little things, like you, like like uh, like for instance, you know, like most of our parents did not let us, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, dip that dip that damn spoon in the pot twice. No double dipping. That's no right. double dipping in a damn pot. You barely go to their pot. You know that was primarily slave uh, uh, slave parents that would do that, and they taught that to their kids. It's part of because a lot of slave owners, a lot, a lot of slaves were not were not uh, you know they spoke French and a lot of them were akin to France. So a lot of the cuisines were French, very well uh, you know well prepared cuisines. We were most of our culture created really well you know uh, you know uh, well documented cuisines that are now known known by white chefs because they you know after those slaves were you know gone like they just they just took all the recipes and just called them their own but they were really you know like like for instance golden rice only grown in north carolina and the, and um and only slaves knew how to make it and after and after slavery the production and uh, the the, uh, the production of crop dropped by 80 percent within the first year that's how right. bison plays were to making what they call golden rice that actually may, grows in North Carolina, which was so popular that uh, even the Japanese and the Chinese have, uh, had it imported because it is a, it's a very specific type of rice that slaves actually actually were cultivating during slavery. So y'all check out High on the Hog. High on the Hog, yep. High on the Hog on Netflix. That sounds really, really interesting. It really, really I, I is. I've been to, skipping over that one. I might have to check it out, Fernando. It really yeah. is to talk like because it really kind of breaks down a lot of good small details about your Black history, even in, all the way down like just to just to dial down your what you're putting in your mouth every day. Yeah, and, I ain't putting no in my mouth. But but the thing the thing is, is like the thing that like we think about them is like your ancestors fought and was beaten and torn apart, and that was the most beautiful story they could ever tell you is the food that we still put in our mouths today, and that message still got to us. Mm. That's the beauty of that story. It's like no matter what happened to them, we like those stories are enriched in our food culture, and never can get erased. But the good thing is that this story tells you that black folks were doing a lot more than you thought. Ah. There you so, go. I also been, so what is my, um, y'all know the pose. We are in, we got one more episode of pose. Two. Uh, you know what? Well, I'm going to watch it. Seven and eight. No, the season, it says the season finale is next Sunday. Seven and eight. It's episode seven and episode eight. It's got you got. Oh, they're doing them on the same night. Yes, they're back to back. Oh, oh we get okay. two hours of pose. You're gonna get two hours of pose. Okay. We need it here. We ain't getting no more. Well, yes, we are. We need. We need another season to pose. Oh, oh, Lamont got some intel. Okay, tell the story. Well, it's three spinoffs. You'll see them. Oh, yeah, I can see the Can we not do Blanca though? Electra's getting one. Oh, yeah, Ale wait, wait, wait. You don't want Blanca to have a show? I don't. 
<laughs> I, I, you know, you know what, Blanca is kind of like, kind of like, you know. Oh, okay, this sounds really bad, guys. So forgive me for saying what I'm gonna say anyway because this is, this is our show. You know, she's kind, she's kind, she's kind of like, you know, her generation of Sierra. Like Sierra, we like we appreciate her for being a good model, but we don't want we don't want the bitch to sing most of the time. Did you say you know? she's the Sierra I came? <laughs> and so it's kind of like a block. So we don't really want to see her act that much, but we love to see her in front of the camera. Mm. Okay, so I want to I want to I, I want to see. I would like a Candy spinoff. Yeah, a Pray Tell spinoff. Yeah, and then um, I mean I guess Angel. But I would really be more interested in knowing more about that other light-skinned messy bitch that, yes. uh, <clears throat> that was doing the uh that was smoking them primos with uh with oh Lulu Angel. Yeah, is her name Lulu? Lulu. That bitch yeah. seemed good so, and messy. So really the three spin-offs is Pray Tell, who's not gonna die. <laughs> Thank Lord. Yeah, we knew I figured he 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 they can't kill him. Right. Yeah. Um uh Angel and the, the, the poppy, the husband, and their whole family, as you can see. I think that'll be a cute story, to be honest with you. But Lulu, where they, well, now, where they go? Where they getting babies from? Lulu is going to be involved in the, in the angel and, and, and poppy story, so because you know, angel can make a out of nothing, honey. Angel. So let me tell y'all, poppy. Just I guess I wasn't paying attention. I, I mean, I thought he was cute all season, but baby, standing at that altar. Did he sleep upon you? <laughs> it, it it just hit me, and I was yeah. like, he started singing. I was like, oh, he could get it. He could just get it. You know how many of them little men I have met in my life, and I'm like, damn, yeah, that's a surprise. It takes me by surprise every single time. And I'm like, I I was like, I was like, I just could not date your young ass. And he got that like, good hair. Wow. He got that good hair. Got the good, good hair. hair. He got that good hair, baby. That good hair. I was like, okay. Not but they the the wedding scene was freaking amazing. Ah, mm. y'all know I cried. It just oh, I was just I, I I haven't watched any of it actually. So so I oh okay then we can't do kill. We can't talk about it. No no, no yeah no. You, I would yeah we should we should slow down because I turned my cable off on episode three. So what the hell? What? Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what? You how we talking pop culture and y'all asses ain't watched the shit now. I'm okay. usually the one that ain't watching. Come over watch here something. and binge watch it with me because you know I still, you know I got all them. I'm here for it, Fernando. I'm here for it. Okay, you what what day we doing that? I, I'm coming too. We got I'll we got. Watch. You know, you know, know I, I do it Sunday. Hello, so you can watch the last two episodes. You know mm. I got every freaking app known to man. Well, yeah. I'm good. Let's Gordon let's do Sunday. House. Yeah, let's do Sunday. I'm, I'm down. Going in the house. In the house. Do you know I make make gourmet me um, gourmet food for myself. Mm. Like, like right, let's, let's, let's keep it. Let's keep it to some kale salads and grilled toppings, please. I don't know, goddamn. The girl is the girl is in a reduction. Like you know, you, well, you no know what I mean. No goddamn kale I want some of this gourmet food for Nando's. Make a damn let, let, me tell you, let me tell you some kale salad. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you what I made tonight. Tonight I made I I made um um uh roasted um uh, Brussels sprouts with be uh, roasted beets. Oh. With, uh, um, with what kind of beets? You you be doing red beets or golden beets? The uh, the red beets, and I do it with salt, mm. and pepper, salt and pepper, turmeric, and ginger, uh, okay. with, uh, with a little bit of chip, uh, uh, with, with chip, uh, chipotle and tamarind, and then I uh, throw toss in olive oil, and I roast those, and then I did some I do some chicken with some uh, uh, with uh, peanut butter and coconut milk, 
with cayenne pepper and a, and a little bit of avocado, just to cream okay. it out. And then I sauteed, I, I just sauteed that and, uh, and some, uh, and some uh, non-dairy butter and, and poured it over the, um, and, and I just poured it over the, uh, the, the, the roasted beets and, um, and whatnot. And mm. bam, she done. Done, huh? Done. Yeah, you just get a bowl, a big old bowl of, of vegetables and 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 a pile of chicken with some good, with some peanut butter sauce, and it's delicious. I, I eat hearty and healthy. I I do like I like the worst I eat like if if it's, if it's not a cookie in here, the worst I'll probably eat is like you know something with honey in it or something. But mm. yeah, my problem is not the eating part as much as the as much as it is the working out part right now. I'm like. <gasps> I'm all kind of out, out of the space with my life. Wow. I, really I, look, I don't want no damn kale. I want some real food. I want that. Yeah, my kale. food is always real, babe. Like, I always have real food in my house. I don't Kale is, it's, ugh. You know, okay, like, like you, you have got the palate of a stone cold three year old. Okay, no, I don't. Well, I, eat, um, I eat every goddamn thing. What the hell are you talking about? I ribs. eat every goddamn thing, but I want a goddamn kale and some goddamn beets. It all depends on how it's prepared. But wait, so mm. I had barbecue uh, this past weekend. I tried barbecue. Oh, look yeah. at that. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Now, are we hearing what we heard? Wait a minute. I know. What, please explain to us. Tell us about the barbecue and also tell us about the penis that took you to barbecue for you to oh. eat. <laughs> oh. Uh, ain't no goddamn penis took me to no damn barbecue. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. I took myself to the goddamn barbecue place. Okay. And you just said, and you just said, oh, I just feel like it today. I actually did. I told you that was on what? the bucket list. I said it was on the bucket list. I was going to try barbecue. And, and I've gotten your life and I you will be there to, again tomorrow. No, I don't say all that shit. But uh, I went to a place called Sauced. And so they have a location in Sac. They have a location in Walnut Creek and in Livermore. So after I left the winery, we went to Sauced for dinner. So over there, I ordered some stuff and they have uh, like 50 million different um, barbecue sauces. And so I tried something that was a sweet sauce and I enjoyed it. Oh, nice. So they don't bring the meat out. You put your own sauce on because they got like 50 different sauces and they ask you which sauce you want and they bring you the sauces and then you pour it on. And that's why they call it sauced. Well, well, barbecue come, usually doesn't always come wet. It just comes like on the side usually because you really just want to put the flavor in the meat and the rub and let that flavor shine. The sauce is so, just kind of like the... And I did, look, look, y'all would be proud of me. I did a two-way combo. A two-way? Mm. Two-way combo. You sure ain't no, you sure it wasn't no penis over there? I'll take I'll take you over to my winery where where you would do a sampler, where you do some real barbecue eating with some uh, with, with some with some barbecue beans. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm down. I'm living dangerously. It's a beautiful winery and on uh, in, in Livermore that I absolutely love. And Which winery is that? Um, ooh, just popped up my mouth. Oh gosh, you see, you just asked me, it just popped out on my, my head. Um, oh my God, hold on. I'm gonna Winter? 
So, uh, yeah, if it's Wente, Wente just went through a major shutdown. No, why? So I was at Garay, and while I was at Garay, the staff from uh, Wente are now, majority are working at uh, Wente, but they laid, I mean, at Garay, they laid off like 400 people. They furloughed everybody. Why? Wow. They uh, this the COVID did they didn't just do well enough to make it through COVID so they've shut down mm. their major locations and to those of you that go to the concerts, uh, Winty did these amazing outdoor concerts at the at the winery. They are no longer doing those. Damn. So, are they closing? Or are they just pausing? Well, they wasn't made. They said they wasn't making enough money, and because you had the likes of Diana Ross. Which I'm sure she wanted over a hundred thousand to come perform. Easy. Um, you got all these headliners out there. I mean, big headliners, Kenny Kenny Rogers, and these big country stars and these big jazz stars, and they just wasn't making the money. Is what I guess is coming down to, especially when you have so much other competition with um, people having concerts. Mm. So. It's right next to Three Steves. I oh my god! It's right next to Three Steves. But kudos to Sauce. I enjoyed the experience. Y'all know I'm, I'm very adamant about reservations, so I made sure I got on open table because it was utterly packed, packed to the tenth, tenth, tenth power. So oh, thank you, open tables, for uh, making sure I had a reservation and I was able to get in and sit down. And it was 101 degrees in Livermore. So. Mm. Ew, that's not cool. It was miserable. It was <clears throat> it was miserable. Well, well, since you was talking about barbecue, if you hoes are in the Las Vegas area, you should head on over to this hole in the wall called Jesse Ray's barbecue. Jesse Ray. That shit, that shit was slapping. Jesse Ray. Jesse Ray. Why is that shit was good than a mug? Good ass barbecue. And stuff when we call when we having them, them just just rough neck ass names. Make That's sure right. make sure you call your Uber <laughs> 30 <laughs> to 45 minutes before you want to go over there. Cause okay. them Ubers are ultra late in goddamn L in, in Las Vegas. Oh they are ultra late. No damn Uber. You did I what? To, I don't fly to Vegas no more. I drive to Vegas. That goddamn uh -huh. ride in gives me the heebie-jeebies. That goddamn turbulence is a bitch. Oh, no, okay. Well, that turbulence right, is. My patience for all that. I just fly. Yeah. See, well, I'm a driver, so. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know well, what? Where are you going again? You can drive, and I'll just sleep in the back seat. <laughs> no, I also know I don't like Vegas like that. Everybody is is all obsessed. Uh, I don't like to be hot. Well, yeah, well, people are obsessed with it. I mean, yeah, yeah, you got to know how to. You got to know how to do Vegas. You need to go to Vegas for two nights. That's it. That's it. Like no need to stay there. No three, four, five nights. When I go to Just Vegas, go for I, don't two go, I don't even go to the casino. Or the strip. I, I go to Vegas. I go to enjoy Vegas. You know, I, I might, like gamble shit. So. I might go over there and mm -hmm. and you know and, and partake on the high roller, the little uh, Ferris wheel, and 
uh, something else like that. But as far as to go and gamble and go to the casino and all that, mm -mm. I, once I lose a hundred bucks, I'm good. So I'm not, I'm not leaving Vegas broke. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to gamble. If I'm, if I'm at a casino, I'm going to gamble. That's what I'm, I'm there to do. And we starting at five. Mm. Oh, mm. uh, uh, well, I mean, I like Vegas because people over there be DTF. So BTS, yeah. DTF, DTF, DTF. What's that? Down the fuck. <laughs> get them there, girl. Get them there. Like, did you not get the memo? Like right now, especially like it, everybody, everybody is pretty much down the fuck right now. Except the sad part is, is half of these motherfuckers is fucking with the most depressed dicks and assholes. Oh no. I'm like, why am I in the middle of? If, if it, why do I feel like I'm in a in a in a black hole of darkness? That I well, you know that has said that if you get your shot, you know they give you a libido boost. But if you get that right. COVID, that's but a libido boost. But when so. you like, how are you serving up the press booty and the and uh and sad dick? Like, <laughs> come on, get this depression. <laughs> like, I was like, I was all excited for you know getting back to the good back, and then I'm like, I'm looking at what these dudes. I'm like, damn, this is all sad, and feel like you need a whole bunch of need and uh, need and just needy. Oh god. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, let's talk. Let's let's sit down and have a conversation. Why you don't you don't have a conversation? Like, I want to get to know you, but I don't. Like okay. I intentionally, I intentionally seek you out, and I seek you out and found you out because because you can leave as fast as you came. Oh. But like this is think about this like prostitution. The money is not for you to come. The money is for you to go. Mm. The invitation was for you to come, then go. Yeah. Like we can hang out. That's cool. But have a conversation. This ain't Ayala Van Zandt where well, I'm coming fix your life. I'm not doing that. Not anymore. Mama's paused. Mama's she's, gone. She's, she's gone. Well, she that mammy, that mammy titty has left the building. You, but you know what, though? <laughs> I am still going to write her a letter because I want Stay on my breath. I so want to work with her. <laughs> I, hope, I hope she answers my letter when I, when I, when I, when I write it because I really want to work with her. Okay, beloved. This would be the perfect This would be a really good time to have a show about about sex psychology and, uh, and, uh, and dating behavior, especially mm. post COVID. Like everybody wants to touch each other and we still haven't got any further about sex psychology and human behavior at all. We are still mm. up here in the same fucking pot if uh, doing the same things, if not worse. Mm. Like that's mm. the real true E2 Hollywood story of it. Like I got, like I got people online that sit here just cussing me the hell out for shit. They, they uh, that they, that they just didn't even read, uh, get bothered to get context on. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, do, like, like I, you, somebody named like one dude last night. I was like, oh, I see what was going on. You need somebody to parent your feelings. Well, baby, I don't have a mammy titty. I don't know. <laughs> I literally said that. What happened to your presence? Like, I don't have a man maintaining for you to suck on right now because you need somebody to pick up your feelings and parent your feelings. Baby, I'm not, I'm not here for that. That's why your mother's there. If you don't have one and she abandoned you and left you alone, then go find one that's suitable. Pick a hoe. Pick a hero. 
Stop stop oh, going on. Fernando, day. It's, it's Pride Month. We have to be a little bit more sensitive. <laughs> no, I don't. That's who, part of to those baby, that's, whose family have that is them. that is part of having pride is know thyself be true. You can't be proud of, proud about a proud about a bitch that you gotta sit here and justify and uh, and all and always have to uh have always have to uh come up uh, take up for your fucking self if you know yourself. Don't be coming to this house uh acting uh acting like that you got yourself together and, and you about two seconds from falling apart. Get the fuck oh, out Lord, of here. Oh Lord have mercy. If you ain't got no fucking 401k for your fucking life, then get the fuck out of my face. Ooh. Oh, man. Ooh. 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 401k and benefits. Yes. Bitch, I need you to come up here with a benefits program and something else because you know what? I am sick and tired of dealing with everybody else's fucking problems. And now mm, it's and, they're prob- and now they're pro- now I, I, I now I'm the proud owner of adopted problems that wasn't on my mind. Mm. So, y'all. It's the truth. Get together. It's Pride Month, bitch. It's Pride Month. So, (laughs) let's talk talk about Pride. So, there, it is is a big monumental year for SF Pride, which will not be having any actual events. Everything will still be virtual. Anybody Mm -hmm. here? It will still be virtual. So, the majority of the people are on Tina. On Tina? Oh, Lord help us. Who is going like you? You know, you know the one thing. You know the one thing that probably would do, uh, do that be monumental. Actually, start on time because every meth head will be awake. Mm. But it's also, isn't it also World um, World Pride too? Yeah, pretty much. You know, June month of June kicks that off. We, you know, they got my big ass fucking doing pride shit for my organization. Like, okay, girl, like, uh, you know can we what? get an extra coin for this? Because this is extra motherfucking work. Okay. I, I honestly, to be quite damn honest with you, I like I, I like I'm as much as I am prideful about my own about my own community. I'm you know I'm, I, I still I still feel some kind of way when the moment that pride shows up is like everybody knows the fucking uh, knows the fucking choreography from uh, from every fucking company in this world, and and most of us still ain't got a voice in our goddamn job, still ain't supported, still dying, oh. transgenders are still being beaten and dragged and talked about, and you want to sit here and wave a fucking flag for us, and then oh. half of us don't even want fucking rep for our, fuck our own goddamn community, and you still wave a fucking flag. Call so it. Here's every a, every question. every ten minutes we talking we hearing about some some lame ass Republican governor shutting off trans kids rights as if it is even a large population and a large problem we we hearing that shit day in and day out but your company's talking about pride meanwhile meanwhile you got undercovers in there hollering about oh well i don't want i don't want this trans girl playing with my with my with my with my with my, with my sis daughter uh in sports like no but even one of them just really want to do that shit you just need a fucking after school babysitter like get out of here and truth be told, you mad because they're not playing with your ass. Oops. Let's really talk about it. That's the reason why mo- most most of these fucking companies don't want to uh, don't don't want to recognize transgenders because half of them is in, in the damn closet fucking with them. Let's really talk about all that. That's and I was like in every and that angels uh, story in the first and, season and like every goddamn and every other fucking company who wants to put a, a put a rainbow flag up and then want and then want to sit here in the internal meetings when and still trying to uh, trying to fuck up look up a definition of every goddamn color. I was like, bitch, if you gotta look up the definition, then then bitch, that's not the flag for you to put up. 
Okay. I was like, I was like, if you're a corporation and you have to look up what the hell, what the hell, the colors are to, uh, and uh, and how to arrange them and then try to politicize them, then you're the wrong fucking company to put them up. Don't put them up, bitch, because you don't know what they are. Matter of fact, I was like, matter of fact, you know what? Have a sit down with your local gays and not all the white ones, please. Mm. Well, we all know that there is no diversity in pride. There is no diversity. I got really annoyed. When what do you mean by that, sir? There's no diversity. If you there is to, diversity, if you but there are. If you go to Pride events, everything is run by the gay white boys. And it's very hard to find anything for people of color to do at these events because it's everything is for the white boys, the white boys, the white boys, the white boys. And they sit on all the panels and if you're having pride, diversity means you should be diverse because there are so many people of different walks of life, different colors, different races, and that should be a part of it because if it's pride, it's supposed to be pride for everybody, not just pride for mm. one race. Well, you know, we had no luck with having white folks really look out for for the Browns in any circumstance. But I mean, and this go, this gonna sound this gonna sound kind of you know pseudo elitist, but. I mean, if the white gays are throwing all their money at the events and organizing all the events, I don't even see an inroads to where we are included. I mean, it's their coin, girl. I mean, now the flip side of what I'm trying to say is, uh, how about how about we book the club before they book the club, or how about we do the event before they do the event? True that. Well, that's how we also have Oakland Pride. Oakland Pride is a much more diverse. It's it's very much but, black. But his, but the problem has, you have black artists that come over there to perform, and it's more of a people of color event. But the problem is, is that a reason why we're still at this inroads here is because that we that like uh, like black folks don't like support other black damn folks. And the thing is, the reason why the reason why the, uh, the reason why we still have this black and white, uh, you know, uh, kind of situation is because I was like, you know what? There's got mainstreamed. I was like, you need. I was like, every other black, you know, like when we have black, like baby, we are the we are the fucking mainstream. We are the fucking main event. Why in the hell are we not mainstream our own fucking bride and say, come to our joint? And our we never we always make it a backyard picnic to something. Oh, no, like oh, we, we always do. We always do one step of some of something and not mainstream it like it like like as big as all the other uh, the, the other uh, other prides are because 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 that that's why we still have these two pride pride uh, your pride things. It's like well, you know, no, I think I think Oakland did a very good job, and Oakland has had um, hell. You had a headliner. You had Shaka Khan. Okay, that, what I'm saying is that, that, and they've come a long way. But you also, as you remember. The funding is totally different. The money that goes into what Oakland is getting is not what the money that SF Pride is getting. But they the can Pride do has that. Some, they That's could what I'm do saying. that, but it takes time to get there. Baby, they, Oakland Pride been around for a long ass time. Just like every other Black Pride, just like every other, like Atlanta's Black Pride has been there for a long ass time, and so has a Chicago. Joe and Hawkins could use your help. Get your ass over there and go help him. I am not doing that because I am not going to go sit here while somebody tries to deem themselves God of whatever place they want to be, because that's not what Pride is about. I'm not playing that bureaucracy game. 
I was like, the thing is, if you want your if you want your pride to pop, pop up, bitch, half these bitches around here have jobs at uh, jobs at major corporations that can do shit, and they have done nothing. Right. Half these bitches are walking around with a BMW, a Porsche, and a, and a, uh, and so, a, and a fucking biz that works for BET, NBC, and ABC, and the bitch show up to your black ass pride, drink your drink, and bring none of them fucking cameras to your pride. Sidebar, mm. is Joe Hawkins the same guy that does Lamont? Is he the guy that does the event that was in Palm Springs? Is that the same man? No. That, oh, that's not him? Uh-uh. The, the thing I'm the thing I'm but I mean the whole the whole thing about uh Fernando touched it a little bit as far as blacks aren't supporting blacks when it comes to pride events. I mean, you know LA Pride used to be big down here at the beach at the beach party. You remember yes, that at the beach. So party. I mean the same thing happened. I mean, it was like they just stopped supporting it, they stopped going, or the riffraff came in and fucked up everything as far as the hotels are concerned. So they got banned from the Hilton, they got banned from the Marriott, got banned from the Weston. Got banned from, uh, I think the last one they had was Embassy Suites or whatever. And of course, they messed oh, up. Why? Because niggas fucking at the one condos in the toilet. They fucked up the rooms. They 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 just tore up mm. stuff. They were yeah, requesting and- stuff that wasn't a part of their contract. And the promoters were getting billed for all this shit and everything like that. They just fucked it up. So eventually, the people that were throwing it just gave up and stopped. So last year, not last year, because didn't shit happen last year, 2019, um, one of the lesbian promoters decided that she wanted to try to do at the beach party again. She had at the beach or what have you. And of course it was predominantly lesbian supported, but it was a few of the black gay men that went or what have you. And it was totally different because of course it was catering more so to them, but we could really look down on it because hell, we fucked up what we had. I mean, at the time people were coming out of different countries to come to at the beach party (laughs) in July. So it was like, it was it was only thing that we but but we have to get back to a thing where we actually support one another. That's why a lot of our clubs have closed. That's why a lot of our businesses have closed that were that were gay owned or black gay owned or whatever. And me personally, I don't like going to West Hollywood. I don't like giving my money to West Hollywood because I feel like they don't support us in a way that we need to be supported. Exactly. And that's, be, that's because exactly. it's like we don't have anything else to do. We don't have any place else to go. Just like when it comes to San Francisco, if you don't have any black gay clubs in there, you gotta go to Christopher Street, right? Where's the Wait, Christopher Street, that's in New York. Which that's one? New York. Oh, not, New not Christopher York. Street. Um, what is it called? Castro. Castro. Yeah, and that, that's the same thing like here. We have to go to Santa Monica Boulevard in order to go out and do stuff or whatever. But I don't like going out there because it's like, I feel like I'm giving my money to the wrong people. Like, I, like and, and so, so, and to take this step further, it's like you know, I, I, you know, when I see like, you know, we are still trying to get somewhere with the things that we care about, but we have, but um, a lot of our black faces are on camera right now at this second of building up, building up of housewife franchises and basketball wife franchises for about a millions, but we can't mainstream nothing about our own culture and our own community. And that's what bothers me. I'm like, all I was like, I was like, we have worked really hard to get our black faces in a lot of these executive jobs, but we can't do it. We, but we can't get these executive jobs to actually fit the bill or do anything besides do an honorable mention and put up a flag. They don't know that they don't know the definition of, uh, you know, at every, every one year. You know, like, it's just like, you know, like, it's like, we kind of, it's kind of like saying, you know, like, it's like, it's like when companies say, oh my, I, I have a, I have a gay friend, 
it's kind of like saying, I have a black friend. It's like, you know, it's, it's symbolism. Because the thing is that when you only do things that is not of great risk to you, when you're not putting some skin in the game, then you are, it's very easy to participate when it's not of risk to you. And that's what I get really bothered by when I look at like, you know, the, all these companies on these happy prizes, even with, you know, with the, uh, you know, even with our own communities it's, uh, of, of color, you know, it's like, you know, we never really evolved all that stuff. It's like, if you want, like, if we had a black pride, black pride looks different now than it was conceptualized back then. Like black, all black people like the stereotypes that we've, that, that we, that we've atoned, like that we've, that we've replaced into black pride. It has never evolved from that either. It's because the conversation just gets stagnant and we're like, but we're more focused on, oh, who got, who got the new bins today and who's rocking, the, who's rocking the Birkin and Nas, Nas X is going to be on my DMs in a minute. You know, it's like, oh. but, but it's, it's, it's that kind of culture that's like, wait a minute, you know how many people fucking got their ass burned, beaten, and dragged for you to be able to have this fucking culture? Mm. But here's the thing. Most people don't know the history of the life that they live. They but, the, but the thing is that, here's the thing is that as an adult, you bear responsibility to know your history. And I was like, if you can Google, if you can Google, uh, fucking Google sizzle, you can fucking Google your damn history. But they have to have a desire to do that. They have, yeah, well, you exactly. know what? If you have a desire to, uh, to shop for the next pair of tennis shoes, then I don't feel bad for you. I don't. I have no sympathy for you if you're sitting up here uh, saying, saying that you don't know shit. No, you choose to not to participate in the information that affords you to be here. Period. Most of them but, don't even know what Stonewall is. And the whole the whole thing is right now is the fact that this whole new generation, this whole new culture that's coming up or whatever, they have too many other outlets for entertainment as opposed to the people that are in their 30s and 40s and 50s. We had clubs to go to. We had yeah. to go meet our friends on the weekends. We had to go hang out at the mall or whatever. The people that are in their teens and their 20s and their 30s coming up now, they don't, they ain't got, you can do it right here. Just like we're on Zoom right now and doing this show, they can just go to Zoom and open up a chat room and chat with all their friends and they don't even have to leave their house the to go to a club. And, so that, that's where the brick and mortar days, unfortunately, it's going to have to be a great drastic thing to happen for it to be a, a more popular again. I mean, and, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take or whatever. But as far as everybody having, you know, these clubs and all these different things or whatever, you can have an event. But I don't even know how the events are going to happen after COVID, because you still have people who have found a way to entertain themselves, to uh, meet up with their friends, to uh, get food at home where they don't have to leave anymore. It, I mean, it, it used to be a thing where it was. You, you were grand if you could order your food in at home and, and didn't have to go out or whatever. Now it's a common thing. Oh, I don't have to go out. I don't have to be dotted with the waiting in the line and all this other stuff or whatever. Because it's like now, I don't know how it is up there, but I know if we go to Cheesecake Factory down here, there's a two, three hour wait. Who the fuck wants to wait for two but, three hours to eat? But you know, a Cheesecake Factory. Ugh. But you know what though? Like as, as human beings, the, the plus side is as human beings, we still have that that all, we all have that connected desire to connect with people. You know, some people are gonna, gonna, are gonna just, just rest and just being at home and just not wanna come back out. But the majority of us do, you know, you know, do have this you know, desire to connect, to reconnect with people, just, just, despite of how much we can't tolerate each other sometimes. 
we still want to connect in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So I, you know, I st- I'm optimistic about that. I'm like what I'm not, what I'm worried about is that and how we're connecting and the lack of information, the lack of, you know, lack of perspective, the lack of, um, con- you know, context to people's behavior. Because right now everybody is just like half these people did not take advantage of nothing psychologically for COVID, and then even especially in the gate in a lot in the gate community, when you, you see a lot of people in the line, online mostly are you know having a tough time. And it's like, you know, you, you know, like to speak from a genetic standpoint, it's like when I, I think I talked, I, I said this on the show before, like we, we are a snapshot of our mother and father's, uh, you know, father, father's genetically, and that's what makes who we are and our, and a, and a, and a, and a, and a, and a, and a reflection of our ancestors. When it also becomes as, as uh, people, uh, you, know, uh, you know, the LGBTQIA community as well, is that your parents, your grandparents, your aunts and uncles seen something, felt something, experienced something, whether it was something they said out loud or a personal that lives in you, that they had to suffer through. And you have the luxury to genetically be in the, uh, the position to be, be in a safe space, to be able to live your fucking truth without the burden that most of them, most of us had to bear. So to understand your history, is to understand that whether you know it or not, these people that's, that you live amongst had to do a lot for you to have the luxury just to breathe air today comfortably. You can be a little Nas X. You can be any fucking thing you wanted to because somebody burned, somebody bled, somebody died, somebody got mentally hurt, damaged, traumatized, still getting traumatized to genetically pass on information that you belong here. And a lot, of you, a lot of us, a lot of them take it for fucking granted because somebody had to do the hard work for them to just to fucking show up in it. You just was born, bitch. Everybody else did the fucking work so you can be born comfortably. Damn, Fernando, you just was born, bitch. Like you, when you want to, when you want to go out here and be uh, be Lizzo in the park and, and wear a Birkin with lipstick on, with a with a with a, with a beard and six inch heels, and not get beat with a baseball baseball bat every ten seconds, bitch, somebody already did, so you don't have to. So true. Know it, know it, show it, and grow it. Goddamn. Uh, so we still have violence today, but not like it was. Oh God, no. I mean. I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch the um, the the Pride documentary that they were doing on FX. Oh, I um, missed it. Yeah, it, it's on YouTube. Check it out. It's really informative or what have you. But just to think and just to look at some of the shit that we had to go through as a culture to get where we are. But the thing is, is that I don't know if again that young generation it does even cares about watching all this. All they care about is wearing the high end shit to the club, sweating it out. Or whatever, and sleeping with each other. <laughs> and this would be the most depressing <laughs> it, life they're ever going to live because they live most of it without any context or any richness of anything. And they're gonna be sitting there wondering, like, "Fuck, what about my life?" I'm like, it's gonna feel real hollow when you didn't think about the context in which was needed for you to appreciate where you've gone and where you're at and where you want to be. That's that's the end all be all. Like if the, if your whole life was that I was a party kid and everything was a blur, it's gonna get real. It's gonna get real lonely when the only thing you can remember is the uh, is the is the shrapnels of your life. 
And this is really a fad to them. This isn't a this isn't a lifestyle. This is a fad. Like, I I I know I know I'm, I'm on my soapbox with it, but like I like part of, <laughs> part, part, of part of for me part of a part of pride a part of pride is knowing myself be be, uh, be true, and I know I still battle a lot of myself that has not been true, and so I'm like. You know, I want us to not forget that we still have work to do and that I don't want to be just fucking representation because I've been in way too many companies as a freelance creative director where I'm sitting here putting up pride flags and none of them even know what the colors are about. It is a, it's, some of them is a matter of discussion about what colors matter where. And I'm like, this is not for negotiation. Equality is not a negotiation, nor was it up to you for you to negotiate in the first place. I was like, my body, in my body, my mind, my spirit, and every other person thereafter is not for you to decide. I was like, who are you to decide shit when you can't even decide the shit for yourself? Well, I have a question. <laughs> What's your question? And I we have an answer. You got an answer. So yeah. y'all know. Um, New York. What you over there eating and I sharing, goddamn? I'm having some Boston baked beans. No, oh, man. Oh, I haven't had those in years. Yes, I know, baby. baby. Boston baked beans, baby. Yes, they give that me. That was my jam. And then I'm having some Simply Lemonade uh, with raspberry. Yeah, I don't like the raspberry. Go ahead. I actually like it. It's cute when you freeze it real good. Oh, uh, like a slushy. Okay. Like a slushy. Yeah. See, you guys, <laughs> that's where we at. That's where we at. So, New York has said that they do not want police officers at Pride anymore. What? In the midst of everything with all the shootings that we've had. And so there's the people are on the fence on each way. I just want to know, what do, you, what do you guys think? Should police officers still be a part of Pride? And I understand that there are several same gender loving officers. I'll, I'll talk last because I've, I've been talking a lot. Armand, do you have any thoughts? I mean, I mean, have cops been a problem at Pride? I mean, cops are a problem at uh, at Brown protests, but are they a problem at Pride? Like, I hadn't really heard of them beating beating gays at Pride. You know, I mean, yeah, they they often. Um, uh, dead name trans folks and stuff like that. Like, but I mean, girl, we paying them. Right. We paying. We paying taxes to them. Like, just put them, put them assholes on the corner. Like, like have your man in uniform fetish and like you know, talk some shit to them. I don't know. I mean, shit. <laughs> Look, only thing I want cops to stop doing. Is 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 taking carte blanche and 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 killing us because we don't greet them with a fucking bouquet of flowers for their parking tickets, they uh, aggravation, and the way they just swoop in on your life uh, when you don't want their ass around. Like, I mean, I want them to take care of that. You can come do crowd control at the pride thing, at the at the at the pride parade or at the at the function. You can come on over and do crowd crowd patrol. And do that because uh, undoubtedly somebody done went in somebody bag that they ain't should have they, they shouldn't have went into uh at pride undoubtedly somebody done got their bag snatched 
you know, like it's it's things for them to do there. I mean, like, I mean, who who you gonna put? You gonna put goddamn grief counselors on the corner to control the crowd? They don't know how to do that. Right. I I think. I mean, I know here with when it was when LA Pride was happening, it was more so. Um, hell, they were enjoying the festivities. <laughs> Shit. Right. I mean, for real. That would have seemed like in San Francisco. Some of them had they they flags flag you know flying them around and everything like that some some of them was kind of walking along with the parade route and everything like that i think they were enjoying it or whatever i think that if you don't have any type of authority in a visual aspect that things are going to get out of hand so um and i think so much they were saying they don't want them in uniform and they were saying that it's all right for them to come without uniform. What plain clothes, fucking police officers? Who cares? No. I mean, what, what's going to be the difference? I mean, again, if you don't have some type of a person in authority in a visual aspect, you're going to you're asking for a problem to happen because yeah. that that means that everything is willy nilly. I mean, you already got pickpocketers. You already got people. I had a friend of mine who came down here from Chicago for Pride one year, and he got his wallet stolen. And this was right after I told him, bitch, move your wallet to your front pocket because for sure in this big ass crowd, girls are gonna be pickpocketing or what have you. And so by the time we got to the gate to get in, he panicked. Oh, I don't know my wallet, oh my God. I said, did you move it to your front pocket? I thought I did. I'm like- well, You don't think nothing. You don't think let's go, let's go to the nearest phone so you can call and cancel all your Maybe. shit. Maybe. Like when I'm in New York, my damn wallet is on a on a on a on a chain. Listen. Like you I learned you a lot. My, my, my damn wallet is, you know, is in a pocket on my ass that's got a button on it. Do you hear me? I learned a long time ago in New York where to put your money at. And it ain't it ain't nowhere near a pocket. I was <laughs> it's like on, it's on a person. <laughs> so mm. I was like, don't play with me. Like, no, 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 because your pickpocket is a way different breed than any other city that I've ever been in. <laughs> like, they be trying to slip it in real good. I remember one little lady was trying to do it. I was like, I was like, girl, I was like, I, I was like, you, I was like, I was like, I know, I was like, I know when a bitch is touching me, especially when it ain't got a dick attached to it. Hey. I was like, I, I was, I was like, this. I'm not trying to slow. Like she was grabbing me by the back. I was like, I'm not trying to slow dance with you. And my, and my, and my wallet is not in my back pocket. But it's so funny uh, when, I, when I went to New York 20 years ago, 25 years ago. So, well, just visit my cousins or whatever. They said, here, let me tell you where you put your money at or whatever. And then here, we're gonna do a test. Give me a dollar. Give me another dollar. Whatever. So they put the dollar in my back pocket or whatever. So we went down, went on the subway, went down, went towards the village. Or whatever. No sooner than we got to the village, do you know those dollars were gone? I ain't felt shit. I ain't felt wind. I ain't felt the dash. I ain't felt nothing. Just that quick, <laughs> they snatched them dollars out my back pockets. Yeah, that's the easiest place to get. But if you wear them tight clothes, you'll feel it, baby. Exactly. I was my like, shit was tight. I was like, <laughs> tight I enough. Like, At twenty six, my shit was tight. I got, I got all this thigh over here. It's so it's so they so quick and so random about it. It just feel like a little breeze of air mm -hmm. or something like that. Shit, they got. I know what breeze air feels like, bitch. Nope. Yeah, baby, you can't get me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm just. I think that where we are right now, 
I, I don't, I don't, I'm either way. So there, you definitely need them there, but I'm either way, because like I said, there are some good cops. All cops are not bad. And to block them from coming to pride. And there are, some of them are out there actually celebrating pride because they're with their significant others. Right. Patrolling. They're patrolling with their, they're walking hand in hand. And and the fact and the fact of the matter is like you know what if they're not there then you know what the gay bashers are there and this is this is uh, and people are out here with uh, with no common sense post COVID and they sit out here doing a whole lot more damage than just getting your look wait man since you said that sidebar but those of you the punks that came ooh, ooh, I didn't mean to say that like that but those of you that came <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that I try I may have to try to edit that out. Um, for those of you that can't fight, don't be out here harassing other people because if, if you don't want the cops there and then all of a sudden, then you do have the gay bastards as Fernando said, y'all gonna be up shit creek. So I hope you learn how to, I hope you know how to Cause you running around here trying to carry your damn Birkin. Right. And I'm still right. trying to figure out what the fuck you carrying a Birkin for and you ain't got shit to put in it. And so why and you got a $15,000 purse? Like you and still you and still some stilettos and you gonna have somebody out here that says I hate bags that's gonna bash you in your damn head bash you up in your damn head ain't not a one police that shit is gonna help and you gonna sit here try to get try to get street justice and they gonna be asking like I got a cash app and I know y'all can inbox me on this one I my my feelings is not gonna be hurt, but Neither. I just don't understand why y'all walking around with goddamn purses what is in the goddamn purse. I don't understand it. It ain't for me. It ain't for it ain't for you to understand. It ain't for exactly. me. Exactly. I said <laughs> Like, like I mean, it, it ain't that it bag. ain't that far of a it ain't that far of a leap from how you walk around with your coach satchels around your what torso. It ain't backpack, it ain't that far of a, a difference. Messenger bag, backpack. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. though. But I'm actually a bag there. is a bag. No, that's a purse. Ain't no bag is a bag that's a purse. Okay, it like it's a different stitching of a different size. I, you know how many bags I got in my closet. If I want to wear what I fucking want to wear, it's because you ain't carrying no purse. Um, I have some bags that look like purses. Yeah, yeah, look like, but they're not. See, that's yeah. But, but they're but they're just like you can call them whatever you want to. It's like it's a personal expression. That's just like you know heels and skirts and shit. And see that, so uh, this is because I'm saying this because I stopped watching him after his whole debacle with him lying about the boyfriend thing and that, uh, what's his boy named MJ from Los Angeles, the little so-called motivational speaker. Y'all don't watch MJ? I don't know her either. I don't know her. (laughs) I don't know her. So MJ became this little internet sensation. And he moved to Los Angeles and all of a sudden had this so-called lover and all this. He founded the Good Guys Discussion Group on Facebook. Well, he mm. came to Los Angeles and he has some kind of investment company that he makes. MJ what? MJ Harris. A little short thing. He's oh, about- yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I can't, you know what? He, 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 you know what? I think he seemed like a very lively, nice guy. He's not my cup of tea. Until I- he lied about that boyfriend and they wasn't together. Oh, gosh. Honey, like that was obvious. Right, right. Everybody saw. Well, the other Who day, he lied I about? happened to, he had, 
he has some, some <laughs> so am I, Miss Sophia. A boyfriend. Um was a fake boyfriend. Oh, one of those. It was a fake boyfriend that he used to get ratings and to get views. Oh. And then it turned left because well, they were sitting there and he was asking the boy these different questions. And the boy was like, no, no. And the people were like, do y'all even know each other? Like, the, the, like, yeah, come on. Like the chemistry was falsified. It was, I mean, it was like, very false. It, it looked, it just, it just looked like, like I felt bad for him because he just looked thirsty. I was like, oh. why in the, why? I was like, if you're, if you're posing yourself as an intelligent, attractive man, why do you feel, why do you feel the need to publicize that you are thirsty for some man? You are your own person. Like you're like you're supposed to be as good, as nice, as good looking, as beautiful as your man, not looking like that you just bought a new car. Well, I I watched him the other day because he, he, he treated that dude like he just like he bought a Benz. Let's go him. Uh, I watched him the other day because he was on Rodale Drive out shopping. And he went to uh, uh, Versace. For what? And I think it was a Versace the store he went to. Whatever store it is, he went in. He like, he's like, for what? And he was like, you know, he's very, he's very animated in his whole, his whole delivery. And he was like, you know, a girl needs a, needs to buy her something every something every now and then. A girl got to buy her something. And he went into the whole story. He went into the store with his nephew, and the people didn't want to serve him in the store. Oh. So he had a he had a really bad experience in the store, and, and the lady asked him, we don't sell anything for men in here. This is a he had a he had a he had a real bad experience, and it was all bad." Well, he went live when he just got outside, and I was I want to say it's it is Versace who who I want to say I have to go back and look at the video, but it's it's a a big name. Well, once he went live. The CFO of Versace just happened to watch the video. Yeah, because he has 585,000 exactly. followers. Exactly. Of course. The CFO actually watched the video. The CFO tracked down his information mm -hmm. and called him and was like, baby, this is our brand and you were in our store. I'm going to need you to go on back to said store and whatever you desire in said store we are giving you so as long as you make your visit live yeah no he didn't he didn't even ask him to do it live he didn't no, he didn't have to do it live he gallivanted on back down to the store and he purchased this uh, big humongous purse that's bigger than his ass and you all are five, 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 four, somewhere around there. Use a little tiny little thing. And this purse big as his head, big as his whole body. I love it. But I just don't understand. What the hell is you carrying in the purse? You know? Where the fuck you want to? I'm about to go get me a purse and, 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 and 5000 for a purse. Shit. You know what? Sleeps. He he got fleets in there. Uh, baby whites for his coochie. Um, Five thousand dollars that for Versace. That's cheap. That must have been a real oh. off 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 uh, season purse. Oh, no no no, baby. Here I'm just saying five thousand. 
The you one that he got was well, a big humongous one. He got one of them forty-five, fifty thousand dollar purses. Easy. Well, that's that. Like, like this is like a little side sidebar, you know, like about men, you know, men and you know the men and women's clothing and whatnot. Like, I'm not sure if you guys seen that story. The married father of three who wears skirts and heels to work because he, cause, you know, he's, I saw him. Like, his name is Mar his name is Mar Mark Bryan. He's an American he's engineer. He lives in Germany and he wears skirts and heels and purses. And he's he's a married a married heterosexual man of uh, with three children. And he's like, I am very comfortable in, the, in these skirts. He's like, I, my, my, my body doesn't feel conformed. I feel more comfortable. He's his like, fashion sense is amazing. His fashion sense is gorgeous. And it's like, amazing. He's, he's like, I, he's like, I walk comfortably. I, I, my posture's better and it's comfortable. And I like, and he's like, I'll, I'll, you know, it looks good on him. It looks amazing. And that's what I, that, that's what, that, that's what I, I, what, what bothers me when we, when we get into the space where we think, yeah, like, like, like at the end of the day, this is all fabric and material that's made in shapes uh, to fit people's bodies, and not everything you know just because it's a label means it has it has any meaning to them. Like expression is expression in every color, shape, size, and uh, and and articulation as you see fit. If you want to buy a big ass purse that's bigger than your damn body that is that is eel skin, electric blue and yellow. And uh, and the man you want to wear, and you want to wear a fuchsia pink, uh, pink uh, um, uh, earrings and uh, and lipstick, and have a trash bag like Missy Elliott. Then track your ass down and do it. Your money, your life, your expression. That's part of the beauty about being a human being is discovering what makes you happy and how it is, how it, you express it. And if you knew your time in history, like I said before in the show before, heels and skirts were originally made for men. God. And I got that, but y'all know, and I and oh, I'm not gonna trip if you walk up with your purse. You go on and walk up with your purse, do your purse. I just say, what the fuck is in the goddamn purse? But Armand told us the fleet is in there. Yeah, and all of that is inside. Armand then told us what's inside the purse. That's a true story. It's for but it's like, for ladies' night. Because in San Francisco, <laughs> for, every, every boy around here purse. gotta go back. It's for ladies' night. Ah. Armand, you know this. Like, if you go, go into the city, every boy around here got a go bag, a backpack, a bag of something. Every mm -hmm. boy around here got a backpack on his back, and I guarantee you, it ain't got no books in it. Wow, <laughs> he, he ain't learning shit but how to no, throw that thing back. Like man. most of us in San Francisco, right. we we can't. At most every man I know in San Francisco carry a bag because you never know how the weather's gonna change. You had you had to change your clothes. And you, uh, just in case you're gonna sweat your ass off, or you're gonna freeze your balls off, so you have to have a change of something. Because sometimes home was a real, or was a couple stops, a couple trains, and a bus or two away. So you have to, you got a fucking go bag, and in that go bag you had some fleets, uh, do you know? And you had you had some condoms and some lube and a, and, a, and some poppers and a good time. Mm. It's well. true. Like them city boys, they them, like every boy got a bag. A briefcase or something. <laughs> so y'all don't stop buying your purses because I ask you question. You can only do you. Live the life that's best for you. It's pride muscle. Do whatever the fuck makes you happy. Because it ain't about me. It's about you, baby. <laughs> whatever the fuck makes you happy, you do the goddamn thing. Live yeah. your best life. Right. Tomorrow is not promised. And it that's what... That's what my new shirts for my business for CTJ event on the back says, live your best life, honey. Live your best. 
Tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. Uh, hey, y'all support trans, respect trans. I won't be shady tonight, but some of y'all trans that I've been watching lately, I'm gonna need y'all to go work on your makeup games. Call Fernando. He 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 can give you some direction because I some of y'all been looking a little rough. Your edge has been looking a little. Watch it. Watch it. Call Fernando and let him help you. He can hook you up because baby, he has flawless skin, flawless hair. He can help you in that department. Now, some of y'all need help. Just as it says drag queen doesn't mean you need to look like a drag. Oh no. No, no. Like, like or an old queen. But go ahead. <laughs> so it is Pride Month, and I know y'all gonna be out, but I need y'all to, to step the games up. Step, or in the words of the 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 great one, uh, T. S. Madison, step your pussies up. Step your pussies up. That's what she said. The trimmed and red. Better or better yet, the ones who already got their their pussies stepped up. Reach out and send your hand to the ones who don't and help them there. Because sometimes that's all they just need is some uh, is a friendly help and just permission to be able to uh, find, see their best selves and they just don't know how. Mm. So, bitch, if your pussy's already stepped up, find find a way to help the other pussy step hers up. Oh, that's for real. Stop wearing that three ninety nine wig and go get your real wig. Invest in yourself. <laughs> There's a shake and go for you somewhere. <laughs> there is a shake and go for you. So, we love you guys. It's Pride Month. Um, the flyer is out. Remember, June twenty fifth, we will be in. We will be live. You know what? I had. Let me give, give me give me just a moment for those in San Francisco. <laughs> uh oh. For those in San Francisco, um, what the fuck is up with the mix? The who? What the fuck is up with the mix? I used to like that place pre-pandemic, but for some reason during the pandemic, this has come the most unexplainable goddamn. Uh, I don't want to say it's not bougie because that is a f that is not the right word for that shit. It was all it was all here two years ago when I visited. So you're not you're not all. <laughs> What'd you say? I said it was on its way there when I visited two years ago. Mm, you're not. I can only most... now. It's the most weirdly pretentious place I've ever seen in my life. Um, they motherfucking bartenders are literal fucking uh, phony ass divas that, oh, in there. that literally got got one more motherfucking I've time been there. before they catch all there. these hands. And it's yeah. been visited. Um, but I don't know. I mean, if it went for that goddamn back patio they got, you can toss that shit in the garbage, okay? That's just how I feel about it. But they need to get it together over there, okay? I don't know what the fuck is going on. The hoes just got a goddamn, um, just got a motherfucking uh, uh, credit card terminal during the pandemic. Um, so, uh, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is with that fucking bar, but can somebody please just throw that bitch out, throw that baby out with the bath water and put something else in its place because I'm over it. You know what I need, though, for the bars to do in 2022, 2023? I need y'all to get some bigger spaces. Like, 
I need y'all. I need all. I need all the gay, all the the gay kink queens with money who like to throw their throw their dicks around. Bitch, step your pussy up and get big, bigger venues. I'm just saying, like rent's getting cheaper. If you can sit here and run your mouth for a, a, for, a for a discount on a car, run your mouth for a bigger venue so eyes ain't gotta be cramped in that small space. And well, I don't like people touching me like that. On cash row. Like, how about you just knock out a couple walls next door or above or just build upwards so that way we're not all cramped in there like sardines playing the same uh, same Diana Diana Ross music that is on that speaker that's about to blow. I'm just saying, like, get your PPP money and step your pussies up. I'm just saying. Mm. <laughs> like, what, what the fuck are y'all, like, I was like, like, if y'all want, like, San, people are leaving San Francisco in mass exodus. This is the one time the phrase step your pussy up is something you need to wake up and go to bed with. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is crunch time, San Francisco. You need to really get together because people is leaving your ass. And I agree. Because I have spent some time in the Castro and I've spent some time in the little club. They are really tight and really small. And I do not like bumping up against people and they keep constantly touching me because that gives them a freebie to touch my ass. And I don't like that. And they don't say excuse me when they do. No, they they don't say excuse me. What did you say, Armand? I said we like that little humble brag. Like, we oh, can, ain't no humble baby. Like, I, I have a beautiful, I have a beautiful derriere, baby. I know what I know what works on my body, and that's Ooh. one of those things. Got a toot your own horn, toot it, girl. Is like my body is shaped like Lotto right now. Honey, don't y'all listen to Fernando, honey. We all know honey, Fernando is fine. In a, couple, in a couple of more months, we won't even know you anymore. Right, right. Like, I'm pretty sure that I can do, I could probably do a body challenge on on Legendary right about now and just, and just, it just be jiggling, wiggling, bitch. Honey, y'all, y'all at home know Fernando is fine. I don't know why y'all playing. Don't, 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 don't let him fool you. Don't, that's that, that's that sitting in the house mess talking. Don't let him fool you because when he walk in with that good hair, he got that good, good, that good, good hair. Y'all should see my niece. Oh my God. I'm and so his skin, proud. y'all, his skin, honey. He, y'all, we ain't even gonna go there, his skin. So we're gonna leave y'all because he, he over here talking this foolishness. Tasty. That's, Just tasty. He's, yes, right. He tasty. That's my niece. Don't. Y'all yeah, know he got boys running in and out them doors. You like my child, don't it? Oh, Lord. She look like that's, that look like my dog. He got that's boys running in and out his dough. That's what my hair used to look like. <laughs> so he ain't heard but nothing. Y'all share the damn podcast. We love y'all. Stay encouraged. Keep celebrating. Stay safe. Get vaccinated. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Use properly. So keep so working. <laughs> go to work, honey. Go to work. Yeah, go We're to work. out. We will see y'all on the flip side. Happy Thursday. Happy Pride Month. Love you. Wash your mouth. Peace.